You are listening to 51st Dates Houston. I'm Connie Leon, your host. We will be discussing relationships and dating and everything in between with people from all walks of life. So get ready. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to 51st Dates Houston. (laughs) So today is my first solo podcast. Um, When this podcast started, it was an interview podcast, or it is an interview podcast. It still is. But today we've reached episode 20. So I am now two seasons in episode 20. This podcast was created almost four months ago. So I'm a little bit under four months and I'm almost at 2000 downloads. So thank you guys so much. I wanted to do this as a solo podcast because um, I think that I've been kind of going through a lot feelings wise. Um, I've been trying to stay balanced. Of course, it's kind of hard with everything that's going on for myself, just personally, um, in my work, um, like my, you know, my career with my family, with my friends, with just everything. And just kind of keeping that balance. Um, not that it's a challenge. I've always been okay. It's just a matter of continuing to create that balance for myself and knowing where my priorities are. Right. So, deep breath. (laughs) Today, I kind of wanted to talk about expectations when it comes to dating, expectations when it comes to meeting someone, um, and just really an overall recap of my feelings over the last almost uh, 20 episodes, right? Today's our 20th episode. Um, I've met so many amazing people with just the greatest stories, funny, sad, whatever it was. It's been awesome. And I can't wait for, you know, the next 30 episodes because my goal is to get to 50 really soon. Hence the name of the podcast, 50 First Dates. I don't know what will happen after 50 First Dates. I mean, after the 50th episode, I think I might just start over and get another set of 50. Um, So definitely it's just uh, kind of evolving as I go along, right? Um, So the origination or the why this podcast originated... um, it happened on a date. Um, one of my questions um, during the podcast is, is a coffee date a date? For myself, um, honestly, even the smallest, you know, dates have been dates for me. Um, it's just a matter of perception and meeting people. And, you know, it's a matter of mindset. What type of mindset you're in? If you know me, you know that I'm a very simple person um, in the sense that I really don't require a lot. I honestly am very low maintenance, um, which these days, even though I'm kind of low maintenance, like getting ready to go out and stuff like that, I get mad at myself for taking so long. So that's the kind of person I am. Um, I love to just go with the flow. I love just doing things, you know, spontaneously And I'm not big on, I don't make a big fuss about like hair and makeup. And of course, I do kind of think a lot about what I wear sometimes because I like to be comfortable. I like to feel girly, um, but I am laid back. So it's just this whole thing um, that I I kind of um, pay attention to more like my clothes versus like my hair and makeup. So I'll take longer to get dressed and find the perfect outfit versus like doing my makeup. I can afford to not do my makeup most of the time. Um, And then my hair, my hair is so short. I'm actually trying to grow it out. 
Um, but it's just sometimes super easy to just pull it, you know, blow dry it or whatever, brush it out and, and I'm good to go. So I'm very low maintenance. Um, and, and yeah, so a coffee date to me was considered a date. So I went, um, I guess it was a date, went to meet up a guy at a coffee shop and we were talking and part of the conversation was that, um, he should do a podcast, right. And talk about relationships. And he said, why don't you do a podcast? So whatever it was, um, we talked that afternoon and then I went on the rest of my day and I, when I was driving, um, when I left the date and I was driving home or wherever I was going, um, it just triggered so many thoughts about a podcast, right? It triggered the name of the podcast. I was so excited. I'm like, I need to name this 51st Dates Houston. Just my, it triggered all of my creativity and my creative process just kind of, you know, began. So, um, after a few weeks, I can't remember when the date was, maybe June, July, maybe July. Um, and so by August, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create this podcast and start it and see what happens. Um, so I created the podcast and I reached out to one of the first ladies that I interviewed because, um, we had talked about creating something where we talked about relationships and and dating in our forties, you know, in our late thirties, early forties. And so she was my first guest, which was perfect. Ilsa, if you remember her story, you'll have to go back and listen. It's hilarious. Um, And so it kind of just went from there. I just started asking people, hey, do you want to be on my podcast? So after a few guests and people listening to the stories, I started receiving messages. People wanted to be on the podcast. So it was such a good time because um, it it was things were starting to open back up and there was a good balance of, you know, people uh, meeting in person again. And plus in the studio, it's just myself and the person recording. So it was usually really good. You know, we didn't have to worry too much about anything. Um, So yeah, so it kicked off. The first 10 episodes were amazing and everybody loved them. So um, I even had a couple of guys on. I mean, things just rolled really good. The next 10 were also really easy and well, you know, well off. But um, towards the end of the season, trying to record this 20th episode, Um, I got sick. Um, People were just starting to back out again of like going out. You know, there was just another COVID scare. So um, it's taken me a little bit longer to record this final episode for the season. But um, I did post on Facebook. And of course, a ton of people are interested on being on the podcast. So I do have a plan for the next 10 episodes. And I'm actually recording the first episode of season three, um, this week, I think Thursday, I have to think, I have to remember when I told her. Um, so hopefully that will roll out and kick off episode, I mean, season three with, um, that episode. Anyway. So moving on from how this, uh, podcast originated, um, if you listen to the podcast, you know that I have a series of questions and the series of questions kind of, they just came about after my first episode where, you know, I was letting the conversation flow and different things started coming into my mind. Usually when I talk to someone else, you know, they trigger certain thoughts or memories or words. And so, um, the questions is a list of questions that I've composed as like time goes by. And, you know, season one was a little bit different from season two, and I just added questions. So what I want to do for season three 
or at least part of it because I have a new uh, person coming in on Thursday. So um, I want to see what kind of dating questions you all have. So if you have a dating question that you want to submit to the podcast that you want to just see what we think or see if we have any experience in it or if we've experienced it before, because it's really important during this process to know that you're not alone. Some things are not as isolated as you think. A lot of us are going through the same situations with the same type of people, you know, dealing with the same type of relationship issues, the same type of issues, you know, that women uh, face with men or that men face with women. Um, So if you have any questions, anything, just let us know. Um, What you do is you're going to have to go to my Instagram page on 51st Dates Houston, and it's actually 50, the number 50, First Dates H-O-U at Instagram. And of course, I will um, tag the um, Instagram in my uh, description of this podcast, of this episode, and then I'll also post on the Instagram page and on my Facebook. So if you all have any questions that you want us to talk about, I will discuss those questions with my guest. You can either tell me if you want the question to be anonymous or if you want me to, you know, give you a shout out. I, I will, I'll do either one. I don't care. Um, so yeah, so that's that. Um, how the podcast started how my questions kind of came to be, and then what I want to do for season three, which is kind of have different questions from the outside world where we can make it fun and, you know, just kind of answer questions that people have. I get the questions all the time, and um, I try to definitely answer them on my Instagram page um, or, you know, through DM on my Facebook, whoever asks me. Um, But I would love to share them with my guests and then kind of get everybody else's perspective on it. So, If you guys have questions, send them my way. So where I'm at right now with dating and meeting people. (laughs) So I don't know. I think throughout the year, throughout 2020, um, I've had my moments where I'm just kind of really focusing on myself, focusing on my work, focusing on my kids. And it's just really changed my perspective of like what I want who I want to be with, who I want to allow into my space. I think the COVID mentality for a lot of people has changed a lot of things, right? When COVID and quarantine first started, for myself, it was really hard because um, I wasn't used to it. I was out and about and, you know, I'm an extrovert and I did a lot of networking events. I did a lot of in-person just events, right? In general, we did workshops and we would just go out and, you know, have fun and enjoy other people's company. Um, So when quarantine happened, it was kind of hard for me. But three months later, you know, we had been in quarantine and I was just so used to just doing things on my own. I would, I had my own routine. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing much in public anymore. So during that time, just really helped me reflect And kind of recognize, you know, that I really love being by myself. I really love being alone. Um, I love doing certain things on my own. I love going to the park by myself. I don't mind going to dinner by myself. Like, I don't mind doing a lot of things by myself. It's, it's, for me, it's easier. First of all, I don't have to get up or, you know, ask anybody to come with me. I don't have to, you know, coordinate schedules. Like, when I do stuff on my own, it just is so much easier. 
Um, so it really changed my perspective on like dating and meeting people. I knew that, you know, I was open to it. And if people would ask me out, I would go out. If, you know, a guy would ask me on a date, I would go on a date. Um, and then maybe about almost three months ago, I just kind of hit like a wall, right? Where I was like, what do I really want? And are the guys that I've been talking to or the guys that are in my life really the type of guy that I want in my life? Is it really the energy? Do I really feel a true connection? Is my connection genuine? Is there more than just like a physical chemistry there? Is there like an intellectual level of, you know, connection and chemistry? Is there like a long-term potential there? So I just really about three months ago started really, really going deep into that, right? And honestly, for me, that just meant cutting everyone, cutting everyone off, like just not going on actual dates, not trying to meet anyone. I have not been on dating apps. Um, I did get on last night just for kind of fun, but, um, and that's not fair. I'm looking for something serious, but I was like, let me just get on Bumble and see what's going on. Right. Cause I haven't been on in months. Um, and so, because part of it is if you're trying to find someone, then, you know, there's gotta be a certain level of you're looking for that someone. Um, not to make it like forced or anything, which is kind of my problem with like dating apps. I never really want to force anything. I don't want to force a relationship. I don't want to force a connection, nothing. Right. But I mean, if there's a potential for me to make a connection with someone on a dating app, then I'm definitely open to it. So I did open up my dating app last night, which is Bumble. And honestly, I tried them all and I really, really am going to just stick to Bumble for now. Um, so yeah, so like I said, about three months ago, I was like, I need to really define what I want, who I want and what, you know, what I'm looking for. So I've been working on that and I, you know, three months later, I'm definitely in a place where I know exactly what I want, who I want to be with, the type of person that I want to be with, not like a specific who right now, but, um, the type of person that I want to be with. And, um, and I'm definitely open to dating again, right? I, I'm okay with meeting new people and going out now um, because I think it's a different place for me because I think that my perspective of myself and my perspective of like the dating world is very different. Um, That's not to say that like my expectations aren't high because so if you know me, I my sign is cancer. I am like a hopeless romantic. I have super high expectations for like the simplest of things, right? So if we're going out and we're going to see each other at a coffee shop, I have expectations, like a lot of expectations. (laughs) I kind of expect for like if the guy, okay, if we're not meeting there like together, like if we're not riding together, whatever, you're not picking me up and we're meeting there, I kind of expect like maybe the guy will come and like text me and say, hey, I'm already here. Can I order something for you? Or do you want something and have something ready for me? That's one expectation. And I think that would be for like anything else. Like if we go somewhere, we're going to meet at a bar or something. Or at least ask, right? I'm probably going to say no, like to wait until I get there. Um, but at least to ask. Um, anyway, so my expectations are really high. My expectations are in my mind, right? Which is not fair to the guy that I'm you know, potentially seeing or going out with. So um, I think for me right now is figuring out how to voice those expectations beforehand and then how to not set those expectations too high where I let myself down because I know the type of person that I am 
and the type of person that um, I am is if I'm going out, like I'm going to give 100 percent and I'm just going to, you know, fully be who I am and genuinely be 100 percent caring, 100 percent giving. So, um, yeah, so just kind of leveling out and balancing my expectations because I can't expect from others the way um, I can't expect others to be the way I am because it's not fair to them. People are different and I get it. Anyway, so think expectations definitely kill me sometimes. <laughs> Again, they're my own expectations. Shouldn't impose them on anybody else, but it happens. We're human, right? And you learn. And then um, another part of it for me is pulling back my feelings just a little bit. So I tend to be the type of person that I'm all in, right? Like day one, all in. That's just who I am. It's how I am. If there is a real connection there, if I know that there is potential for, you know, a serious long-term relationship, I'm going to be all in. And and that, of course, is something that also hurts me because some guys are not like that. Some guys are not ready for that. And, and so definitely pulling back, allowing that space for the guy to kind of figure out what he wants, how he wants to pursue the relationship, how he wants to pursue me, and just really allowing for that space for that person um, and not expecting them, you know, to have the same feelings that I have right away. Um, it's hard. <laughs> it's something that for myself I'm working on constantly and all the time. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that it's a matter of... Uh, realizing that that's what you're doing and then kind of drawing back and figuring out how can I make this better for myself? How can I make this better for my potential um, partner? Because again, it's not fair. You know, he doesn't know the type of person that I am yet and the type of expectations and the type of feelings that I have. So um, I think that all of those things have kind of been things that I've been realizing in the last few um, months where I just, I'm ready. I'm ready and I'm open for, you know, a new relationship. I'm open, I'm open for a long-term relationship, a committed relationship that has commitment, dedication, and connection at every level, right? Intellectually, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. Um, and yeah, just, you know, finding that partner that really truly aligns with me and that, um, that we can hopefully be in a long-term relationship. And, you know, kick off 2021 on a positive note. <laughs> so it's kind of where I'm at with that, with all the expectations and feelings and that situation. But um, I definitely love to know what you guys think about that. Um, so, again, when I post the podcast, I will definitely love to hear feedback. Anything you guys have, any potential, you know, questions or you're not alone because I love that kind of thing. Um, so just let me know. And finally, the last thing I want to talk about are um, dating experts, dating coaches. So I find myself following a ton of different dating coaches on um, on my Instagram. And then recently I found one on TikTok and she is just amazing. And what I realized was all the people that I follow on Instagram that are dating coaches or give advice are men 
And I'm like, some of them are straight men. One of them is a gay uh, man, but he is amazing. I love him. Um, but, and I'll, I'll, um, tag him in my post. Um, I always forget his initials. I think he's MJ Harris. I'm going to look him up. MJ Harris, I think is his name. Anyways, my thought was, why am I taking advice from these men? Yes. His name is MJ Harris. Well, it's Malcolm MJ Harris and his Instagram, because I love him is MJ Harris speaks. And then the other one that I started following on TikTok, um, her name is Shay, S-H-A-Y. And I think it's Shay the Love Diva. I have to look her up and tag her for you guys. Um, Anyway, so what I realized was, why am I taking advice from straight men? Like, why are they the dating coaches that I am listening to? Like, that didn't make sense. I'm like, no, this doesn't make sense. I I need more women. Um, so I found the, uh, the TikToker, her name is Shay. She is amazing. So one of the things that I was telling my friend, um, today was that she kind of, her TikToks are, and, and the topics and everything that she says and talks about are very real, very raw. And I was telling my girlfriend, Amanda, um, that she hurt my feelings. I'm like, these, these little TikToks, these little 30 second TikToks, like are really hurting my feelings, but they're truly opening my eyes about, um, just different, a different perspective, perspective, right? Like just getting to know like the real science of men and women and how we connect and how we interact. Um, even if it hurts my feelings, you know, there's a meme, you know, it hurt my feelings, but it opened my eyes. Like that to me is so important. Um, Amanda is someone that one of my girlfriends that, um, she's very real. She's very raw. And she'll just tell me like, Hey, this is going to hurt you, but this is what you need to hear. And I have several women like that in my life. And, and usually, yes, it hurts. Sometimes we don't want to hear it. Sometimes we block it out. But at the end of the day, it's those perspectives, those like real raw, open minded perspectives that kind of really help you figure out where you should be, you know, what, what mindset, what path, uh, you should be on. And plus they also help you grow, right? They help you grow as an individual. They help you grow as a partner, as a potential future partner. Um, they just overall, like I said, even though it hurts me deep inside, sometimes the things that I hear, um, I'll cry it out because I'm a crier. I cry all the time. Um, I will cry it out, but then really think about it and be like, you know what? She was right. Like everything she said is so right. Anyway, so I'll have to tag all the different TikTokers and uh, well, the one TikToker and the other ones are on Instagram. I'll have to tag them and um, let you guys listen in and, you know, tell me what you think about that. But um, but yeah, so if you have any dating coaches or anybody that we can recommend, especially locally here in Houston, um, I know I had one um, listener reach out to me on Instagram and she asked if I knew of any, um, oh, let me think if I knew of any matchmakers, like, you know, expert matchmakers that are going to like help you find, you know, prospective partners and, and match you up with them versus like using a dating app or, or, you know, something else. So if anybody knows of those, let me know. I'll be happy to, you know, talk about it on the show and, and kind of give my, um, give my, give the listeners, you know, some more information on that. 
Um, but yeah, thanks guys for listening. Um, I hope you like this episode and that you listen and share and keep following and um, just know that season three is coming this week. I will definitely get on it and um, start interviewing people again and hopefully we can get through season three pretty fast. I have a lot of good um, stories or good uh, people that I'm going to interview. Um, I forgot guests. I have good guests for my following episodes. Um, so yeah, thanks guys so much.